Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, hello again. I am back and I actually have some very exciting news I wanted to share with you guys before anyone else. And that is baby number two is on the way I am pregnant and um, I've been so nervous to say this but I'm really excited so I thought I would fill you in I've actually just come from my 12-week scan so it's official baby is here healthy very active it would seem and I was deciding how I wanted to tell people and you guys have been here with me we've been on a journey together let's be honest so I wanted you to be the first people to know I feel a whole range of emotions like part of me is like what on earth am I doing doing it all over again after the the up and down journey that we've been on and I think that was one of the reasons why I decided to keep it secret Um, I'm actually a big believer in being able to tell people whenever you want so not waiting till that 12-week landmark. And actually, we told uh, close friends and family a lot sooner because I do think there is something a bit weird in the tradition that you should keep it a secret because let's be honest, the first trimester, it's not a joke. (laughs) Obviously, different people have different symptoms, but you tend to feel tired, a bit sick, a bit nauseous. But also, it's this idea that if you do experience loss, that that should be a secret as well. And I think anyone should be empowered to make their own decision of their own timelines and when they feel comfortable telling people. So for me personally, I had quite a fear of loss in this pregnancy, just because obviously I experienced um, an early loss a few months ago. Also, to be honest, I needed time to process all my different emotions and to feel like when I told people I was in a place to be excited about it. Um, Obviously, I feel very fortunate and grateful to to be pregnant and to um, get pregnant as quickly as we did. Um, As you probably know from the last few podcast episodes before the break that I went on, um, it was really playing on my mind, like, should I just have Alf or should I have another one? And for a while, it was like 
replaying in my mind and I know lots of parents feel this like would I want to do it again should I do it again can I cope with it again can I afford to do it again and really for us you know I spoke to so many different people and for the record I think it is a hard decision I think you could be child free and be really happy and complete I still feel like you know my early 30s I'm so happy that I got to be single and travel and do all of those things that I really wanted. I didn't wait for anyone to come along to live the life that I want, always wanted to live. And it's luckily that I did do all those things like traveling and, you know, going to all the places I wanted to, because who would have predicted that Tommy would then come along and then A, we'd get locked down in a global pandemic and B, we'd come out of it with the baby. So if I'd waited to do all of those things, then they probably wouldn't have happened. So I think you can be happy and complete, child-free. I think you can be so happy and complete, one and done. And I really want to stress that. Um, so in my own decision-making process, there was like a huge part of me thinking, I'm so happy with the idea of one. You know, you have more time for them. Um, you have more money. I like the idea of maybe when they were older, being able to take their friends on holidays, they still have that company. Um, but one thing really struck me, and that was actually speaking to my friend's mum. And again, this is like personal for every single person, but she said to me, um, something along the lines of where do you see your life in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years? Because she said, all of the things that we find really hard about motherhood at the beginning, and there are lots of things that we find hard about motherhood, and you know, the sacrifices that we make and the things we miss out of, miss out on, sorry. She said to me, when you get to my age, so I think she's late 50s, early 60s, she said, when you get to my age, there is very little difference between my friends who are child-free, my friends who have one, two, three children. She said, we can all sleep in we can all watch netflix we can all travel we can all do all of the things that we want to do so she said when you speak to people around your age about you know do they regret parenthood or do they find parenthood hard the answer will be yes because they are the sacrifice years and it is hard and it is tough and you do have to deal with sleep deprivation and expectations and all of these things and um, but she said like when you get to my age it's it's really joyful when you're dealing with whether it's failing health or your parents being sick or, you know, just all the things that happen in life. She said, I now live through my kids and I find joy in my kids. And also I feel connected to the younger generation through my kids. And it just made me think a bit more about life as a whole, like the next year, the next two years, even the last five years, they are a blip in the ocean of life, a blip, a drip. I don't know what the phrase is, but you know what I mean? So that really made me think not so much about the short term, you know, like I feel like it's so easy to get caught up. And I did this with Alf at the beginning when you're not sleeping and it feels so hard and you're breastfeeding and your baby won't take a bottle or, you know, all the things that we all go through. I did feel that it was a very permanent state. And I think I can go into this second pregnancy knowing it's going to be bloody hard, but also knowing that it won't last forever. And, you know, my journey with Alf has proved that, like, I personally love the toddler stage. I am aware that the twos are going to come along and there will be the 
all of those challenges, but I love getting more back from him and the relationship that's developing between us, between him and Tommy, between us as a family. Um, I just find so much joy in that. And I didn't feel that in that six to 12 month mark where I felt so low. And so I'm excited because in, you know, three years, four years, five years to think that we will be a family of four. Um, that's what I want for me. And like I said, every person will be completely different and that they are all valid and everyone's circumstances are so different, but I feel happy and excited for the next few years and beyond. And the next thing I thought I would discuss is, um, obviously we have decided that we would have one more baby, but after that we are done. I think, you know, for us personally, and it's ironic because I'm from, I've got three, I've got, there's a brother and a sister. So there's three of us. Tommy has four of siblings, but for us and, you know, the life that we want to live and being able to still travel and, you know, do all of those things, we've decided that we only want two. So with that is, um, I spoke quite openly about gender disappointment with Alfie and, Funnily enough, this time round, I don't know the sex yet, by the way, of the baby. This time round, I feel a lot more calm about it. I feel like if it's a boy, um, then it's kind of like my fate to be a a mum, a boy mum, and you know, maybe the maybe that's my role to bring good men into the world, and I know and hope that they will be close um in age and hopefully get on well but there is an element of me that will mourn the girl that I'll never have I would love to be able to experience being a girl mum and I think the big thing is is this huge adventure that I've been on in life and all the lessons I've learned around um I don't know whether it's feminism or dating or boundaries or self love and you know all of the things that we experience as women I would love to like bestow that knowledge and wisdom onto a woman but we shall see but there is that consideration to come like I said I actually feel happy with whatever outcome I'm just so grateful to know that the baby's healthy as I found out today and that's been such a huge weight on my mind thinking that I just didn't want to get too excited just in case and I didn't have that with Alf um and then I suppose I just wanted to fill you in on the first trimester because it's been it's just such a weird one isn't it to have this total mental and physical life change and nobody really know about it so I felt really sick not like you know some of my friends are sick a lot and I'm very fortunate that I've actually only been sick twice once when um, I was chopping garlic just really randomly actually this weekend I was making the lasagna but I always feel very grown up and like I have big adult points whenever I cook because it is a rarity um, but yeah, I had to be like, Tommy, <laughs> and I just ran to the loo. And then once when I was changing our snappy, I have such a sensitive sense of smell. Like my sense of smell is so heightened. I haven't been able to do many pooey nappies because it sends me over the edge. 
And then it's just the tiredness. And I did have the tiredness with Alf, but it's really hard to compare because I don't know if I feel as tired as I did last time or if tiredness has just been a lifestyle ever since Alf came along. Um, and it, it is very different, this pregnancy to last pregnancy because, well, number one, we're not in lockdown. Number two, it's not a first experience. And I feel that, you know, with with me and my attitude towards it, with Tommy and his attitude towards it, but also even when we tell friends and family, they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> Whereas obviously the first time, I think it's a lot more of a surprise and a shock. And um, But also having a toddler, it just goes so quickly. Like you, I feel like for the first pregnancy, it was very much, you know, like I was like thinking about me and the baby and my body and not doing any lifting and looking after me and my body whereas now I I just don't have that luxury because I've got a toddler to look after and obviously I'm working so uh it's nice in a way because it does go very quickly like I cannot believe it's three months I feel like you still can't really tell um although I have to say there have been lots of people guessing on Instagram that I have been and weirdly quite a lot of like negativity around that so a few people I've seen in the comments I'm not going to focus too much on the negativity because this is a really positive thing and I feel very blessed and grateful at the same time as shitting myself and all of those things but there's been lots of people saying that I've been pregnancy baiting, which I actually had to Google. And apparently that's when you're teasing people that you're pregnant without telling them. And I think that's such a weird thing because nobody owes anyone a pregnancy announcement. So there's been no deliberate dropping of hints, but naturally I am pregnant. So if I've been quieter or I've been saying things like my body's changed and my genes don't fit. That could apply to pregnancy or weight gain or fluctuating hormones, so many things. It's not necessarily me trying to tease, maybe I'm pregnant. Um, so anyway, that's been interesting, but the secret is out and I've been really, really excited to share the news with you all. Uh, as I did in the last podcast I say the last podcast it's the same podcast but obviously I'm back with new news I will share just all the honest the highs the lows the all of it you know being pregnant what that's like all my thoughts and feelings and fears um a big thing that I've been going through is obviously trying to deal with the trauma of my last birth um, and you know trying to prepare for the fact that I have to do it all over again and trying to see it as a new experience so I definitely want to speak to um, various experts on that as well as parents that are also um, multiple parents multiple parents can you be a multiple parent parents of multiple children um, so I, I will take you along on the journey and of course sharing um, all of the day-to-day -day stuff with Alf as well, whether it's the childcare juggle or dealing with a toddler and all of the things that I've always talked about. So that is it. That is my news. Uh, I'm really, like I said, happy to be able to share it with you guys first. And um, yeah, hopefully it's very going to be very exciting and um thank you for listening i'm really happy to be back by the way i've missed you all i've missed sharing um my life so thank you so much for listening to mum's the world parenting podcast i don't even know whether to call it part two anymore or we just carry on but 
Um, make sure you do hit the subscribe or follow button if you want to make sure you never miss an episode. And as always, I do love to hear from you. So now that I'm back, and by the way, I'm back bigger and better than ever. I have a shiny new studio. Um, I've got so many amazing guests lined up this time. And um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you get in touch on WhatsApp. Obviously, you can send a voice message like some people have before. It's completely free. You can leave it anonymously if you if you want. Um, and the number for that is 75 Or, of course, you can email askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com. And, of course, a very easy thing to do if you're listening on Apple is to leave a review. I'll see them. So if there's comments, I can read out. But also, it just really helps other people find the podcast. Um, And I will be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.